You've heard of BetaShares. You've probably seen the logo on our podcast. You might even be among their 1 million investors. So you can imagine that I'm delighted to say BetaShares is the official ETF partner of the Australian Finance Podcast. With nearly 100 exchange-traded funds, you can go to betashares.com.au and immerse yourself in ETFs and unique insights covering all of the sectors, themes, core and satellite positions you could want. Think cybersecurity through the Hack ETF, robotics and AI with the RBTZ ETF, and uranium with the URNM ETF. The list goes on. To explore the BetaShares ETF range, visit betashares.com.au, read the relevant PDS and TMD on the website, and consider if the fund is right for you. BetaShares Capital Limited is the issuer. Is there a Spotify wrapped for investing? If you want to invest in shares or ETFs, our friends at Perla are more than one step ahead of the curve. On average, people who use Perla invest $1,750 every month. That's what we want to see, proper dollar cost averaging. With automated investing tools making your life simple, Perla investors have well and truly mastered the art of investing small bits lots of times. So if you're ready to start growing your net worth in 2024, follow the link in your Spotify or Apple podcast player right now to discover how you can get started today. Thanks for tuning in to today's podcast. Please remember that all of the information in this podcast episode is limited to general information only. That means the information is not specific to you, your needs, goals, or objectives. So you should seek the advice of a licensed and trusted financial professional before acting on the information. And before you acquire or apply for a financial product, please read the PDS or product disclosure statement, which should be available on the issuer's website. Lastly, please keep in mind that past performance is not indicative of future performance. In this episode of the Australian Finance Podcast, Kate and I talk about how we're making the most of our time in isolation, we provide some great free tools to get started learning online, and provide an overview of the episodes we're about to release in response to changes to super and government initiatives for small businesses and many more. I hope you enjoy this episode of the Australian Finance Podcast. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Australian Finance Podcast. I have a very special co-host with me, Kate. How are you going? <laughs> Good, thanks, Owen. I'm back and I never actually ended up leaving the country. So I'm at, my holiday changed quite a bit and now I'm holidaying inside my house. So that's, that's a t- different turn of events. Right. So most of the listeners will be familiar that uh, with your holiday plans you planned to go to Europe for quite a long time and, and now you're back home. So what actually happened? Did you get to the airport or how did this come to be? <laughs> uh, um, so I was due to leave on Friday the 13th and on the Thursday morning before that, um, that was when it was declared a global pandemic, the COVID-19. So when I saw that when I woke up, I thought, yeah, I better not go. So cancelled the flight. So Qantas were actually really good and full refund because it was 24 hours ahead and um, managed to get refunds for most things, which was nice. I hadn't booked too much. Um, and so now I'm having a holiday in my house. So I guess yeah, they say, lovely. be careful what you wish for. I wanted a holiday. I just am um, getting it not in Scotland, which is mm. sad. <laughs> so did you have travel insurance or did just everything refund you? Did everyone refund you? Um, I had travel insurance, but I had actually only got travel insurance for the medical side of things. 
Um, So I, after a lot of research, I decided the travel insurance for tickets and stuff wasn't really worth it. Um, Who knows, given the circumstances. But, yeah, I mean, I didn't get the travel insurance refunded. um, And the airline was really good. Um, All the hostels, they... 24-hour advance cancellation using mm-hmm. Hostel World, which is good. And I think I lost money on a couple of tickets, but they might get refunded because they were uh, booked during the lockdown, but that's a less money. But um, And then just half an Airbnb. So at the end of the day, I was probably only $500 out of pocket, which <laughs> given the turn of events was probably a lot luckier than some. Yeah, in the scheme of things, that's actually a really good outcome for you. And yeah. Uh, and I'm not stuck overseas and having to be repatriated and sent to a hotel right now. So that's also a good outcome. That's it. I've, I, that's uh, I like how you turned a negative into a positive. I got a, <laughs> I got a, I got a friend who he, um, he's been in lockdown in Athens for two weeks and then he's coming back and he's got two weeks here in Australia. He should be back any day now. So uh, four weeks for him uh, in Europe and <laughs> Australia. So that's, that's great. Um, yep. and you managed to avoid that. So, okay, so now we're in quarantine, um, not a beautiful European holiday. You're back here. I guess we were talking off air, one of the, I guess, I don't know if you call it a silver lining, but a, a good outcome from this is that you'd saved all this money to go out on a holiday and now you're not going on the holiday. So you do have, I guess, I'd hope some money behind you at least. But one of the things that happened last week was that, and I'll let you fill in the rest of that sentence. Uh, yeah, so uh, I, I'm quite lucky that I essentially my holiday fund is my emergency fund now. So um, the timing worked out quite well because now is the time that you want to have the emergency fund there. And if you don't have the emergency fund there it's and you lose your job, it's quite tough. Um, so I'm very lucky that I had the holiday savings all, all set aside um, in cash because investing is not a good idea for the short term. So that was all sitting there. So that's good to go. Um, and like many other Australians, I was made redundant last week. So that was fun. That was my first experience. So <laughs> um, luckily I did not get it via an automated message, which I'm seeing happen- happening a little bit in the US. People are just getting pre-recorded messages with saying you've been made redundant, which I think is awful. So um, my company handled it, handled it well, which was good. So now I've got a bit more spare time on my hands so we can uh, get back to recording the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's it. We, now, you're, now you're back and I don't have to do any solo missions, which is very good for me. But one of the things that you and many other Australians are going to find right now is that you have all this time on your hands because... Mm perhaps you're not working but also you're at home right so yeah there's only so much you can do from home so this episode is about and you came up with this idea this episode is about using this time to improve yourself and to keep learning and and to keep doing things online or however it might be because you know this might be opportunity to turn i guess water into wine you might be able to you know, take lemons and make lemonade and, and, you know, really just, I guess, take advantage of some of the things, that, the free resources and tools that we've always covered that you've never got to uh, and, and, and really just use them now and get ahead so you can plan for the future. Mm-hmm. So I, I figure the best way to do this is uh, just kind of maybe just you can explain why this is a good idea and why now is the time to do all of these wonderful things. And 
I'm just going to, in the show notes, put in an, a link to your online learning resources. So I've had a look through these. Kate sent out an email to her subscribers. If you haven't subscribed already, please do so. Uh, Kate sent out a link with a heap of different resources that you can use to get ahead. So Kate, why, why, is it, why is now a good time to be doing this? I think because a lot of us, if we have been made redundant or we've got less work to do, or even because we aren't actually allowed to go out and have dinner with our friends at a restaurant or even have dinner with our friends in person now, we've got a lot of time on our hands. And I think it's important to take time just to rest and um, rejuvenate and relax and sort of work through everything that's going on because there's a lot going on. There's a lot of feelings, a lot of emotions, a lot of People are losing jobs, losing income, losing their businesses. So I think there's definitely it's time to take um, a moment to reflect and not just jump in straight to an online course because um, it's important that we take a step back. But once once you feel like you're ready, um, there is so many great resources free and paid online and more businesses every day are putting online resources up because there's a lot of businesses that are realizing this is the pivot they can make during this moment. Mm. So I'm pretty sure every gym that I follow online is now offering online sessions to watch and you can join in as well. And some are live classes so you can view other participants. I don't think I'd personally like that, but um, I have been following some workouts online. It's quite funny putting it up on the TV and using the living room to work out. I've never really done that before. So Um, it's really interesting watching businesses pivot and there's so many resources that you can actually, while you're stuck at home, make some use of this time and do all those things that you had on your list of, oh, I want to learn about this topic, but you probably never got to it because life happened. But now life's not really happening. So you've got the chance to actually look at some of these resources and take the time to just really focus whatever, if it's Egyptian mythology, just dive into that topic. If it is your personal finances, then take the time. And we've got a whole heap of resources. I don't know if we wanted to chat about some of the great great ones, Owen. Yeah, sure. So one of the ones that I went through after you sent it through, and you make a really good point of kind of just resetting. So it's really important that, you know, I think one of the things you should do now is don't necessarily rush into this. You don't have to. Mm. We're not saying go out and do this right now. Um, because you don't want to feel like that. You want to do this because you want to do it. You feel motivated to do it. But one of the things that you sent through was this, uh, it's a personality test. And I just looked at it and I love these like little, you know, behavior, psychology, little tools and um, little surveys that people do. And this has had 247 million people do it. I mean, it's pretty crazy and it kind of analyzes you. It's freakishly accurate as they describe it. And and so these are like cool little things you can do to understand yourself and kind of reset, I guess, what you want to do. So are there any other things that jumped out to you? I've got a few more, but I'll I'll throw it back to you. Are there any things in particular that, you know, jumped out to you? I think the big one is that all the great universities around the world have been for years putting up free online courses and that's Mm. just accelerating at the moment. But there you can go through, learn from a professor from Harvard about, I don't know, ancient history. But you can pick, there's um, a great place called Class Central, which is essentially a database for all these online courses because there's a lot of different websites like um, Coursera, FutureLearn, Udemy that you can go and learn these online courses on. So uh, Class Central, which I've, I will have a link to in the show mm. notes, but that's a, a database and a review so you can actually type in the topic and it will tell you all of the different online courses that are available for that particular topic and who runs them and how 
popular they are. So it's a good um, good way of starting if you're looking for a particular course um, from there. But there's a, also you can go directly to any of these online courses and they're usually sort of four or five weeks and you do a couple of hours a week. Um, sometimes you can do the assessments if you want to or you can just go through the learning materials and uh, they always have forums so you can actually start talking to people and uh, about different topics, which is really cool. And I, I think it's amazing what we can learn from home now. There's just, there's a course for everything. And there's even even companies like Skillshare where people can just, um, I think it's for creatives where you can actually upload your own course. So you've got people teaching different meals, how to change a tire, all sorts of things. So, I mean, maybe this is the time if you have a skill that you can share, you can uh, record a lesson and put it up or you can just find something you want to learn. Yeah, great. There are just so many different things, right? Like that Class Central thing sounds like mm. an index of all online learning, which is cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some of the things that I've used in the past, uh, because I love technology and I try and, you know, spend time every day to either read or to learn something new, um, Code Academy, for those people that want to actually have a job that is massively in demand, is learn how to program, learn about computing, learn about all of these wonderful things. And you can do that through Code Academy. They've got a bunch of free stuff. And you can kind of structure it into what your, your outcome is. So if you wanted to be like a programmer, you want to make websites, or you want to make apps or something, you can actually tailor courses around that. Um, I've used Udemy, again, for programming and all that type of stuff. I've used the Khan Academy, which many parents out there would know. Mm. Um, That's a fantastic free resource as well. Yeah, it's probably one of the best in the world, right? That's why it's one of the most popular YouTube channels. Um, Yeah, if you want to go and revisit maths from high school, well, that's a good spot to start. Yeah, well, when I was doing maths, we shouldn't, I guess, characterise it just as younger people's things because... Mm. When I was doing my CFA, my Chartered Financial Analyst um, exams, one of the things, one of the areas that I struggled with most, you could say, is probably like the quantitative stuff. So more of the in-depth statistics and that type of thing. And mm. I just, I, it had been years since I'd studied um, quant stuff. So I had to go back and there were the, the online resources that I found were pretty poor until I came across Khan Academy. And there's this guy, and I know he did it from his wardrobe and he just got this software that he could use on Skype to teach his um, cousins across the country mathematics. And it's just this colorful little thing. And he explained these complex statistics and uh, all of it so well. I use that to get through, you know, some of my most important exams as an adult. So, you know, I think, I think these resources are great. And that is kind of the thing that inspired me to do some online courses myself. But then like everyone knows YouTube, it's like two and a half billion users on it. You can learn pretty much anything you want to learn. It's all there. It's just really about making sure you find something you're motivated to do. Do something, pick, use the next two weeks, the next month, the next two months to do something that you've always wanted to do, but you just haven't had the time. Because yeah. there's as much as we think like, yes, some of us will have kids at home. Yes, we'll still have financial concerns and all that type of stuff. We'll get to that in a minute. But now is the time where you don't have to, you know, get up and, and go to work nine to five. You can actually just pick something you want to do and do it. Mm. should be no one holding you back yeah i'm seeing a lot of people take up gardening during this time <laughs> yeah it's kind of therapeutic as well right <laughs> yeah get out in the garden get out in the sun yeah and i think another thing important that isn't going to cost you any money is actually doing some exercise and getting some fresh air each day i think mm. at the moment we're still allowed out of our house for exercise so it's important that you get some fresh air each day um and if you 
I guess if we get to the stage, we're not even allowed to leave the house, find some sort of free online workout. YouTube has everything under the sun and do it from your living room or whatever space you have just to ensure you keep moving your muscles and exercise is really important for a healthy brain. So um, yeah, it's, I think you can go a little bit stir crazy if you just stay inside and watch Netflix all day and then you'll get to the end of this and go, well, what did I do with the last few months? So um, just pick one thing, keep it simple and make sure you do some exercise as well. Yeah, totally. Um, some of the things on your list are really good, but one of them is, you know, write down, design your perfect week. Like just sit down like a spreadsheet or a piece of paper and just design like what you're going to do on this day and just kind of think about your best best week and Mm. another one is don't forget routine so one thing my wife and i have said well we need to keep routine because if we don't then you've probably noticed this already like we've effectively my wife and i've effectively been in uh, isolation for two weeks so working from home both of us um you know not going out really at all so what we've done for the past two weeks is we've noticed that we just go from effectively work in the office making dinner, watch some TV or read a book, go to bed and do the same thing again. And every day this becomes a blur. Like I feel like it was only last yesterday that we got into quarantine, but it was like two (laughs) weeks ago. And so the important thing is here is just to, to make sure that you have routine. So one thing in the morning you could do is just get up and put jeans on at a minimum. Don't just stay in trackies or, you know, at a minimum, put on some clothes that you feel like, okay, I'm ready for the day. Um, Eat a good breakfast, have a smooth, do whatever you got to do. Um, do a bit of yoga again, free online. At least like you said, Kate, it's all about like wellness, being productive, feeling good about yourself, get those endorphins running. Um, this is the time when you need to practice those things. Mm, and especially because working from home or just operating from home is quite new for us. So we're used to moving a lot more in our day. So it's important sort of to keep that movement, to keep drinking water to keep talking to people as well. And that's, I think that's another really important thing to make sure you keep your, to keep connecting with people. I mean, social distancing, we're not actually social distancing, we're physically distancing. Um, make sure you keep talking to people um, through Zoom or through Skype, Facebook Messenger, whatever you're doing, make sure you're talking to your friends and family and talking about how you're dealing with this and any ideas you have for staying sane because everyone's going through the same uh, problems at the moment. So sort of actually having a talk to these people and talk to some of your long lost friends from high school and some of those family members you haven't spoken to since the last gathering a few years ago. I mean, it's the perfect time to reconnect with everybody. For sure. For sure. Um, Another thing that people can do during this time and something we should mention is just getting on top of your finances. Yeah. So some people are now having this unfortunate rude awakening where, and I hope that's not really anyone that listens to this show regularly, but some people are now finding themselves, holy heck, it's no longer, yeah, I'll get to it. It's, I need to do this now. And although it's always better to prepare your finances in advance, it always, always, always is. Uh, people are now kind of having to take a crash course on finance and investing. I've had a few people come to me this week and say, hey, what, what, what should I do if I want to start learning about investing? Should I be you know, considering this now? All these types of questions. And we're going to have a few episodes in the future, in the very near future, about the changes that the government's bringing in, accessing your super, how to you know, access short-term funding, different mortgages that are now on offer through the banks, 
financial hardship programs, all these things we're going to talk about. But one thing I thought I'd bring up, Kate, is just telling people that now is the time. If you haven't listened to the first 11 episodes of this series, to please go back and do that. But when we say listen, we don't just mean sit there passively. Take your notepad, write things down, do the things we're talking about as we go through them. Mm, and I mean, you don't have an excuse now not to check where your super is um, yeah. and, and make sure you've only got one account. You've got time to take action from each of those episodes and, uh, and really sort of make sure you understand what your current financial position is, because at least even if it's, if, even if you're at square zero, at least having an understanding of where you currently sit financially and where your money is um, and where your income sources are coming from is important to get started. And even taking time to sort of work out, well, what was your budget before and what what does your budget look like now? Because a lot of people are having to revisit their budget at the moment and cut out a lot of things. Um, it, I don't know. I've heard some people say the, their quarantine budget. But, um, uh, yeah, working out what you actually need during this period of quarantine and if you are having to rely on sort of Centrelink benefits, what kind of money is that looking like? And I know a lot of people aren't going to get that for a, a month or so. So have you got enough money to last in the meantime? And how can you structure your finances so you can keep putting food on the table and keep the lights on? Yeah. One of the things that we mentioned, oh, I don't know how long ago it was, but the number of, one of the best things you can do to kind of cleanse your finances is to do just that, to have a cleanse. And one of the things that you can start with is obviously just a piece of paper, writing down all of your expenses from the last month or use one of these apps. Or another thing you can do is just a very quick thing is just cut away all the subscriptions that you have. So instead of having Disney, Amazon, uh, Netflix, just cut back to the one that you watch. Stan's the other one, of course. Um, you know, that's one thing you can do right now. You know, I've got an Optus sports subscription. Unfortunately, there's no soccer being played, so I might get rid of that. You know, there's all these things that you can take, this action, this action that you can take right now um, and by the end of today, you could have a budget that's $100, $200, $500, maybe even $1,000 better off because you just took some action today. So don't pass these things off as being trivial and small. These are really important things to the cost side of the equation. Mm. And on the other side, which is the income side, obviously that's been pretty devastating for some people lately. This is where we kind of have to be try and be creative. We have to try and find ways to make money, to release money from assets that we might own. Um, you know, there might be things that you can do online. There might be um, things that you can sell. For example, we always talk about that, you know, it's just to get you through the next few months. So um, Kate's also touched some great things that you can do in the show notes with regards to just things that you can do to keep yourself focused. But there's some other things in there for like financial incentives as well. Um, I will say, I will give it an unashamed plug to our courses. So the RAS courses, they're, just take a free course if you want to know how to think about super or ETFs or whatever it is. Hopefully one day Kate will put a course on there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, seriously, we're seeing, I'm actually, I'm very like happy to see this, but I'm seeing more people take some of our free courses. So, um, you know, we're getting about 50 people a day enrolling in, in, in a course or creating an account. So that's huge. And um, I hope just more people keep doing that. So, um, use this time as best you can. Keep that lifelong learning um, pushing forward. Maybe even send it into overdrive at the moment and, and use your time productively as, as best you possibly can. 
Mm. And yeah, if you don't have any income coming in, then you can focus on doing some of these free courses and make use of your time if you have to cancel those Netflix. Totally. Look, this is the time to work on both sides of the uh, uh, both sides of the equation, I guess, uh, and just really just fine tune your budget. Like a few months ago, uh, my business went through a bit of a crisis of its own. So we had, you know, I had to let go of all of our staff. Um, and this is not, this is well before COVID-19 because of some regulatory thing. Um, and effectively it went from like a few full-timers and quite a few contractors just down to myself. And someone said to me, okay, well now what you need to do is you need to find your ramen number. And the ramen number for those of you who don't know is like, imagine you're running a business like a startup and the only thing you can eat because it's the only thing you can afford is ramen noodles. Um, so I had to find that number for the business and it was effectively cutting out everything that was unnecessary. And I had to be pretty aggressive with that, but some people are going to have to do that to their finances right now. And hopefully in the next mm. few episodes, we'll provide some extra resources to kind of make that easier on you. So um, please tune in for the next, there'll be shorter episodes, but please tune in for them. Yeah, absolutely. And I know we're, we're planning to do an episode on sort of different areas, hiring and where you can find work at the moment and, uh, what's the deal with this super access scheme, mm-hmm. uh, which came as a surprise. Like I was definitely surprised by that announcement. Um, it's definitely a, a different approach to to this, um, both good and bad, I think. Mm. Yeah, totally. There are, I mean, it's a solution. Is it the solution? No, probably not. So mm. um, like when I say that, I don't mean for each individual case, every case will vary, but for the country, it's probably not the solution. So the government's about to bring out most likely a whole heap of extra changes and developments and packages. So um, based on what we've seen around the world, these are going to be necessary to keep the economy ticking. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll fill you in over the next couple of weeks with all of the details and everything that you can do to maximize your benefits, I guess. So yeah, Kate, I think that's uh, a good way to draw this episode to a close. It is wonderful to have you back, even though we're doing this remotely, we almost always record in person. (laughs) Have we recorded every episode in person? I've one mode. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's quite different. Not, um, not doing in person. It's um, a little bit more, a little bit more tech involved, but uh, thankfully uh, Zoom seems to be coming to the rescue for everybody at the moment. Uh, yeah, I didn't seems- even know Zoom was the new Skype until this happened, but um, yeah, I just assumed people still use Skype. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things, right? Like not just Zoom, but more broadly, it's like what, how is the world going to adapt from this and what is it going to usher in? So that's something I think about as an investor, right? Like as much as this is terrible and it is, what are the things and tools, what are the services that we're going to use more because of this? Are more people going to work from home now? I think so. So what are the tools and solutions that will make that possible? So all of this said, I'm, I'm pretty excited um, by that. But uh, yes, Zoom is definitely the new Skype. And Kate, <laughs> again, look forward to speaking with you in the next episode. Thanks Absolutely. for joining Absolutely. Thanks, Owen. Are you thinking about starting your wealth creating journey, but not sure where to put your hard earned dollars? InvestSmart can help. InvestSmart offers a free quiz 
that makes it easy to find the right InvestSmart ETF portfolio to help you reach your goals. Just visit investsmart.com.au and hit get started. Answer a few simple questions about your goals and how much you want to invest and you'll get a tailored statement of advice with a portfolio recommendation. You can visit investsmart.com.au for a no obligations free statement of advice. This ad is brought to you by InvestSmart Advice, AFSL 334107. For more than a decade, I've been hunting for the best investors and their methods, strategies, and tools for investing. After years in the industry, countless books, a few degrees, and 1,000 podcasts and live shows, I've rolled this accumulated knowledge into something called Rask Invest. If you've ever heard me talk about a core and a satellite, active and passive, true long-term compounding, or you simply want to know exactly how I would invest, now is your chance. Rask Invest is our new investment service, designed for all types of investors who want professional management of their core portfolio at a low cost from a team they trust. Rask Invest helps you automate your wealth creation and passive income. Simply click the link that says Invest with Owen in your podcast player to join one of our live platform walkthroughs or book a call with us. You can also view the Rask Invest PDS and TMD and get invested with me.